And welcome back to the Pin for Pin podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Axon, and we are in week 12 of the college bowling season. We had many tournaments after a slow week last week, so I'm excited to get into it. I myself participated in an exciting tournament, and so can't wait to tell you all about it, as well as all the other college tournaments that happened over the weekend. So like I always say, let's get right into it. The first tournament we're going to talk about is the Wagner White Invitational. The first team that won was St. Francis College with a total score of 4,344, while Wagner College finished with a total score of 4,309, only 35 pins off. And then your third place was St. Thomas Aquinas College, who finished with a total score of 3,000. 539. There are no JV in this women's event, but congratulations to St. Francis College, New York, for winning this event. Getting into some conference competition, it was the AHBA3. For the men, Trine University won with a total score of 7,436 while Bowling Green State was only 33 pins behind to come in second. And then Adrian College, who shot a total score of 7,397, was only 39 pins from being in first place. Wright State University was your fourth place finisher and Rochester University was your fifth place finisher. There were a total of 15 teams in this event, and so it was pretty good to see some competition, some really solid competition. For the men's JV, it was Rochester Institute of Technology's JV1, who won with a total score of 6,770, while Bowling Green State University's JV1 Finished with a total score of 6,743. 27 pin differential there. Rounding out your top three was Trine University JV1 with a total score of 6,675. There are eight teams in the men's JV event, but for the women, it was Adrian College who won the varsity portion with a total score of 6,965. Alma College was your second place finisher with a total score of 6,904. And then Trine was the third place finisher with a total score of 6,878. So really good competition from Trine. They were doing really well in all of the divisions. So we'll see what happens to them as the season progresses. There were 11 teams in the women's varsity event, and for the JV, Trine was the only person there. They shot a total of 4,317. So congratulations to all the winners of the AHB3 on the varsity and JV level. For the WAC 3, it was Indiana Institute of Technology with a total score of 7,456 who won the men's varsity portion. 
but Lawrence Tech was your second place finisher with a total score of 7,235. Aquinas College finished with a nice third place with a total score of 7,150. Concordia University was in fourth and Madonna University was in fifth. There were 10 teams total in this event. You had really good teams come out on the lower end, Sienna Heights and Lords, namely. They've been having an okay season so far, so we'll see how they stack up at the end. For the JV, it was Indiana Institute of Technology who won with a total score of 6,856. But Lawrence Tech was only five pins away from winning. That's the that's coming down to the last Baker game. And in this event, it was four team games and 16 Baker games. But those five pins came down to the last Baker game. Man, that's really, really close. There were six teams in the men's JV event total. So congratulations to Indiana Institute of Technology for winning both. For the women's varsity, it was Lawrence Tech University who won with a total score of 7,408, while Indiana Institute of Technology finished with a total score of 7,119. Then there was a huge drop-off as Madonna University finished with a total score of 6,000. 573, which is 835 pins away from first place. There were 10 teams for the women's varsity as well, but for the women's JV, it was Lawrence Tech University JV1 who came out on top with a total score of 6,261 out of the six-person field. So congratulations to all the winners at the WAC 3 event and look forward to seeing them compete in the future. The next tournament was the Mustang Invitational for the men. Iowa Western Community College scored a total of 8,782 to take first place, but not far behind was Hastings College. They were only 29 pins from first. Then you had Peru State College with a total of 8,611 who claimed third place while Morningside College and Grandview University were your fourth and fifth place finishers. There were a total of 11 teams in the men's varsity event, so a pretty competitive field. For the JV men, however, it was Hastings College who won with a total score of 7,947. Peru State College was your second place with a total score of 7,858. And then rounding out your top three was Iowa Western Community College JV1 with a total score of 7,831. For the women, Morningside College won with a total score of 7,922, while Grandview University with a total score of 7,757 claimed your second place spot. And then Making the top three was College of St. Mary with a total score of 7,569. So congratulations to the top three placers at this 10-person women's field. 
in the varsity event. For the JV, it was just Grandview and Morningside College who participated. Looking at the tournament of the week, it was the Motive Warhawk Open. <clears throat> St. Ambrose University won with a total score of 8,992 for the men's varsity division. Huntington University was in second with a total score of 8,861, while Mount Mercy University finished top three with a total score of 8,729. Your fourth and fifth place finishers was the University of St. Francis and then St. Xavier University. So congratulations to those who made the top five. But there are also pretty good schools that didn't make the top five, such as Wisconsin Whitewater, Midland, Calumet College of St. Joseph, Purdue, Davenport. You have the University of Nebraska, who was in 16th. A lot of good schools. William Penn and Clark were there as well. There were a total of 31 teams in the men's division for the varsity. For the JV, there were 16 teams with Wisconsin Whitewater's JV making a statement and winning with an even 8,600. In second place for the men's JV was Calumet College of St. Joseph, who shot a really nice 8,432, while only a couple pins behind was Mount Mercy University with a total score of 8,423. For the varsity women, it was Mount Mercy University who took home the gold with a total score of 8,482, while University of St. Francis, Illinois was your second place finisher with a total score of 8,226. Wisconsin Whitewater finished third, Marion University, Wisconsin finished fourth, and St. Xavier University finished fifth. In the women's varsity division, there were 23 teams in total. For the women's JV, Mount Mercy University JV1 was the victors with a total score of 7,930, while Wisconsin Whitewater and Judson University were your second and third. And there were only 11 teams in this JV women's field, which is a very good number of teams that provided plenty of competition. So a well-earned victory to all those who competed in this week's tournament of the week. To finish the tournaments this week, I will talk about the Lincoln Memorial Challenge, which I was at, but we'll start with the women. It was the Lincoln Memorial Varsity women who won this event with a total score of 7,436. All Tusculum came up 172 pins short with a total score of 7,264. And then there was a significant drop of almost 500 pins and then over 1,000 pins going into 4th, 5th, and 6th. So congratulations to Lincoln Memorial University for winning this event for the varsity women as well as the JV women. They were the only 
JV women's team that was there, so they were able to take home the win as well. For the varsity men, it was Lincoln Memorial University who won with a total score of 8,272, while the University of the Cumberlands finished second with a total score of 7,635. So a meaningful size gap between first place and second place. And then you have Belmont Abbey College who got third with a total score of 7,423. So congratulations to them. There were eight teams in the varsity men's event. Now we go on to the most exciting part of the tournament, which was the JV men's division. I was competing in the JV men's, and look who's at the top. Belmont Abbey College JV wins with a total score of 6,598. Lincoln Memorial University was in second place with a total score of 6,303, and then Midway and Virginia Tech were your third and fourth place finishers. Now, preface to all this, it was a really, really cool event to be at. The Belmont Abbey JV had previously won in South Carolina, but we were the only team. So while, yes, we cared about that, we wanted to beat other teams. And then in this event, we were able to beat some really, really good teams. And we'll give a shout out to Virginia Tech. Those guys were so amazing to be around. We had a good time. We all laughed together. Felt like we were one big team. So Virginia Tech, thank you for making that experience more memorable and just being a good team all around. The first day we bowled, it was five games, and then the second day was 16 Baker games. But at the beginning of the, uh, at the end of the five games, we were up by 188 pins, and then we were trying to hang on and expand that lead, and we did. In Baker's, just shooting phenomenal sets all the way through until the very end, where we were able to capture the win. This condition was 40 feet 32 mils, so lots and lots of oil on the lane. So you had to make those adjustments early on, see what the lanes were doing. And they were tricky, like all throughout the day, men's side and women's side, there weren't really that many high scores. You know, it was like 170 was a good game to have. So it just puts things into perspective. If you didn't bowl well there, well, statistically, you were right in the middle of the pack if you bowled like a 150, 160-ish, so... It was a difficult pattern, but we were able to overcome it. So JV's on the move. Like I keep telling everybody on this podcast, everybody around the world, look, the JV guys are going to be the varsity guys. So you better take a good look at who the JV guys are because they will be the ones that are going to be on varsity. Whether it's at Belmont Abbey, whether it's at all the other programs, those people in the wings, doing their thing, grinding, putting those games in, making sure they can make the adjustments when they need to, and winning are going to be the ones who take their program into the next stratosphere. But that was the Lincoln Memorial Challenge. I had a fantastic time. In our next tournament, 
that I'll be at will be back in Tennessee at Smyrna. And it will be pretty fun to be at. It's six hours away and in January. So looking forward to that. But what I'm also looking forward to are these rankings, which we're going to get into right now. When I'm looking at these rankings, you can't help but notice, but see there is some movement at the top as St. Ambrose University reclaims the number one spot in the rankings, pushing McKendry back down. You got Mount Mercy and Lindenwood who stay the same at three and four. Lawrence Tech University moves up two spots to have a top five finish. Savannah College of Art and Design, Savannah moves down one as well as Wichita State. Indiana Institute of Technology moves up five spots after being in 13th to being eighth. Same goes for Midland and Wisconsin Whitewater. William Patterson moves down three spots to be in 11th. Wright State University moves up four spots, be 12th. University of Tennessee Southern goes down four spots after previously being in ninth. Lincoln Memorial doing fantastic work, being a top 15 team now after being in 19th. So you could see that they're on an upward trajectory to do very well. Weber International in 15th goes down five spots as well as Pikeville and Marion, Indiana. Iowa Western Community College moves up five spots to be in 18th. Marion University, Wisconsin moves down two spots and the University of the Cumberlands moves up two spots to be your top 20 ranked team. St. Xavier University moves up five spots to be 21st. Calumet College of St. Joseph moves up two, while Spring Arbor University moves down five. Bowling Green State moves up eight, while Newman University, your 25th ranked team, moves down five spots. In 25th, tied for 25th, you got Hastings College, who previously was in 28th. You got Oklahoma Christian, who moved down six spots, while St. Francis, Illinois moves up nine spots to be in 28th. Aquinas College in 29th and Judson University in 30th. Judson not moving one inch, which is okay. They at least stay where they are, which is a really good spot to be in. Concordia University moves down two spots, as well as Kansas Wesleyan University. They moved down seven. William Penn moves down six. Grand Canyon moves down three. Notre Dame College stays where they were, while Spring Hill College moves down three. Rock Valley College moves up four spots. Like to see some upward mobility there. Muskegon University moves down two spots, as well as University of Northwestern Ohio. They move down one spot. Davenport University moves up five spots to round out your top 40 but they are matched by Thomas Moore University, who moved down one spot. California State University Fresno moved down two spots. Walsh moved down one spot. Baker moved down one spot, as well as Arizona State. They moved down one spot to make top 45. 
Iowa Central Community College, New Jersey Institute of Technology, California Davis, and Tennessee Wesleyan did not move at all. They were your 46th through 49th. And your 50th ranked team is Madonna University, who moved up two spots. Looking at more of the rankings, Belmont Abbey moved up five spots. So good for us. Hopefully we can get back to top 50 and pursue a higher ranking. But that's all we have for the rankings. So I'll leave you all with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all next week. Thank you.